Hello, welcome to Deco or Leave It. <laughs> what is my intro? I just there you go. Then. Uh, this is show now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is it. Tech news discussion. It's a bad week if you don't like Apple News. I'm sorry. I'm just going to throw that out there off the bat. But mm. you knew that. You knew that coming into this episode, didn't you? I think so. Yeah. Well, let me start with a funny story. This happened okay. over here in the state. Uh, there was a uh, tornado that ran through a lot of the south over here. I was, you know, with all the other southern stories we've had this weekend. There was that's a tornado. Not the funny that bit, is it? That's, no, that's, it's not. No, it's no, not. Okay, right. Um, okay, so what ended up happening was there was a gal who, uh, let me bring up the story because it's actually quite hilarious. Um, it's related to tech because Google Maps is involved with it. Okay. <laughs> um, so basically, uh, her house, had, she had done something where, okay, here it is. Uh, this was in Rowlett, Texas. So yes, the South. Uh, essentially, she had avoided the hurricane somehow. Um, and uh, what ended up happening was somehow the hurricane tornado and her house was spared from the damage yeah and then uh when the demolition team came to the town to deal with all the destroyed homes somehow according to the rep from the uh, from the demolition company they saw the wrong house on google maps and uh destroyed her house <laughs> <sighs> they demolished her house quote unquote by accident so oh. her house didn't get destroyed in the tornado. It got destroyed by the demolition company. They said, according to Google Maps, the pin was on the wrong street. Well, that's clearly <laughs> Google's fault then, isn't it? Because <laughs> that's what you do before you demolish your house. You just check online. Damn, wow. That's, that's a bit... Oh, I hope she has home insurance. Yeah, it says Google, Google admitted to, uh, this afternoon that the maps messed up with the address. Uh, the, the map did, in fact, include the wrong information. So this gal, if she really wants to, she can not only sue the demolition company, she could sue Google, probably lose. But against yeah. the demolition <laughs> company, she'll get big bucks. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's where it's coming from, isn't it? It's the demolition company. <sighs> but oh. still, I mean, the, the fact that they, they used Google Maps... And supposedly what it was was the pin was on the wrong street. It was the same house number, but on a different street. But according to the map, the pin was on her house. There, there are street signs in the United States, aren't there? Exactly. I've seen them. Yes, I've seen that's them. Why, that's why she can easily win against the demolition company. It's like called, have you looked at the street name? <laughs> yeah. You know that, that tricky thing where you, you, you label all the streets and put signs up and put numbers on the houses and stuff like that. It's really confusing stuff for some people, I know. Um, oh, yeah. They're they're technically claiming the demolition company failed to confirm it was a street when they're saying, well, we just used Google Maps. That's what we did. Yeah, it's not confirming anything. <laughs> so even if you know, you use Google Maps, people... Just also be sure to check the street name. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, I th I think I use think fortunately simple for <laughs> common sense. You know. <laughs> I, I think fortunately for most of us, that level of mistake just involves in 
oh, sorry, I've got the wrong house. That kind of thing. Not, but, oh, but, I've knocked, but, this is your house? I've knocked it down. Oh, uh, <laughs> was, I, was I not supposed to do that? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I hate to say it as much as we are a tech show. I have to say, like, technology has kind of made us stupid. It has. <laughs> there's definitely a case to be made for that, I think. I, I think there's also a case of people relying on the wrong thing too much. Mm-hmm. I, I, when you're doing something as, as, as definite as demolishing a building, I, I just think you can't really <laughs> be sure enough, can you? Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> I mean, as much as we've been bagging on the South this week. Mm. <laughs> well, we all, make, South. We, we all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. <sighs> well, that was a biggie. <laughs> that was, yeah. Oh, well. Bless him. Uh, mm-hmm. We did have, the, right. There, there are other things. Uh, mm-hmm. What was that other thing I had? You oh, can- Apple stuff. No, 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 no. I, I was actually trying to just, I had something else. Oh, no, I've got okay. a movie news page. That's no good. We don't want to talk about <laughs> Paul McCartney. We didn't even want to do that yesterday. Uh, mm. What have I got here? Oh, Apple News format. That's old. That's old. Um, did you see what Amazon have done with their Alexa thing this week? There's mm-hmm. a new version of the Raspberry Pi. Okay. Which is the, the dinky, cheap little computer thing that's like $30. And, but you've got you've to make it be anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and what Amazon have done is they have released instructions on how to create an Alexa-based voice assistant like, they're in, like is in the Amazon Echo, but using a Raspberry Pi. Oh yeah, I did see that. Okay, uh, okay, that's what and that thing looks like. Okay, all what, right. The, the the Echo or the the Raspberry Pi? The Raspberry. Okay, I had never seen what one looked like. So yeah, it's just a circuit board with with things soldered onto it. It's mm-hmm. uh, it intrigues me a great deal, and I was kind of they've just brought out a new one, uh, and I was actually did a little bit of looking into it to see if it was powerful enough to be made into a Plex server. And it, it turns out it, people don't think it is. So mm. I didn't bother. But, yeah, they, I, I love this this idea that you get this $30 computer and it's up to you to learn how it works and make it do anything fun, but you can do anything with it. And mm-hmm. there's all these cool things you can do. Because... I, I think people are losing touch with how their computer works and what makes it run and knowing stuff about it. There there are yeah, so yeah. many people for whom a computer is just a magical box. Uh, it, we're turning into pack leads is what we're turning. It makes it go. <laughs> yeah, that, that's oh. it. Make it go. Make, <laughs> make the thing work. It's like, no, it's a computer and you can do stuff with it. And it's awesome. And it's it's straightforward. It's not necessarily easy, but... I I don't know. I mean, having I I did my my A levels were physics, chemistry, biology, and maths. That's that's what I did in in at school. Mm-hmm. And of all the sciences that I studied, I find computer science by far the most logical, straightforward, and easy to understand. Because uh, unlike other sciences, it's entirely man-made. Well, you yeah. Know? 
there's there's lots in physics where you go, well, how does that work? And the only answer, the best answer is, I haven't got a fucking clue. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> Don't know what that is. There's so much of physics like that. Yeah. And, and the same with biology. Well, why does this thing kill people? Don't know. Don't know. It's just, there it is. There you go. Mm. Um, but with computers, it's all, you know everything. There's no mystery there. Because whatever you're doing, someone built it. Yeah, um, and it plugs into something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I, I love the Raspberry Pi. I think they're great. And, and big companies supporting it like this, letting you do obviously good, fun things with it, only encourages people. Mm-hmm. I, I encourage all our listeners to go out and get yourself get yourself a Raspberry Pi. Seriously, like $30 for about £25. And you can learn so much from them. I, mm-hmm. I, I think they're a great product. Um, I, 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 I kind of hold back from them because I get the feeling that I'm the kind of person that could have one attached to most things in the house in some way. And it would eventually drive Alison insane. So I, I sort of just, I'm holding back. Oh, uh, well, the day will come one of these days when we're going to have the computer voice from Star Trek everywhere. And it's oh, going to be awesome. <laughs> well, that, that's what people have said about the, the Amazon Echo. Because I, I know we totally sagged it off when it came out. It, mm-hmm. You know, a, a, a voice assistant in your house. Well, what about Siri and all those other things? And yet all I've heard from people who bought the Echo is that it's amazing. And it, it just changes your life having that stuff in your house rather than on your phone. But do you think it was probably semi-influenced by Star Trek? I, I th- No, I think it was very influenced by Star Trek. Okay. Like, extremely, like, to the degree of, if that hadn't been in Star Trek, I don't know that we'd have this stuff. Hmm. Or, or that I don't know that we'd have got to it yet. Fair enough. You know, I, I, think, that, I think there's actually a great deal in, in modern technology that you can directly attribute to Star Trek. E- oh, even yeah. if e- even if it's down to to like the 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 person who made the thing just watched Star Trek as a kid and wanted there to be a thing like that. Mm-hmm. That that's you know it, it's yeah I think that's definitely a thing. No, but no not, transporters and no flying cars yet. <laughs> no. Well, I I mean they're the two tricky ones cuz flying cars is death for thousands and thousands of people. That's that's the thing with it. It's <laughs> It, it, do you know what the problem is with those? It's not making the car fly. It's making the car remain in the air when it stops. That's that's the problem with flying cars, right? Because we can yeah. make, we can make things that fly. We've all been on planes. That's that's cool. And making a small plane is straightforward. But it's it's what do you do when there's a flying car traffic jam and everyone stops and just falls out of the sky to their death. Uh, that's that's the problem until we get some sort of anti-gravity technology, I think. Rocket mm-hmm. packs have a similar problem. That's like, true. We all, we all want jet packs. It's like, why are you too fond of life? What what's, <laughs> what's going on in your life that makes you think that strapping a rocket pack to your back would be actually a good idea? Because it's probably well, it, not really. It, that was more from James Bond, and that was an actual prototype that they used in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't think they're a good idea, rocket pack. I certainly not on like a we all have our own rocket pack kind of level. I don't mm. see that ending well. <clears throat> I'm saying that in a fairly sort of hilly 
area of the country as well. Yeah, I, I well, you're, you're getting problems. into a mixture of, of keeping people safe. And there's also a degree of ethics involved with some of this stuff. But um, Yeah. Should I create the thing that is going to kill lots of people? Mm, in the yeah, hope that well, those who don't die get around a bit quicker. The, well, no, that never stopped people like Nobel, who, hey, folks, he created dynamite. <laughs> yes, he did, didn't he? Yeah. He did indeed. That's the, the big thing with it. The, yeah, made dynamite, which is extremely useful if you use it in the right way. Exactly. But again, there is ethics involved with such a device. Absolutely. But um, anyway. Hey, yeah. Um, in other news, and they're, they're, honestly, as I flick through, there's actually quite a few things that aren't Apple okay. news. Um, mm. Fallout 4 uh, DLC came out, the first one of, of many, from what I gather. Uh, mm-hmm. It's brilliant. I've played it, th- I've well, I've nearly played it through. I've got like another 10 minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so close to the end of it. But you can now build uh, robot friends, which is oh, okay. fantastic fun. And build a robot companion to travel with you mm-hmm. that has that's basically a, a tank and all kinds of stuff like that. It's a great little upgrade, well worth the seven ninety nine. Okay. As a quick little review there. I've still not gotten Fallout Four because I've got so many other games to play, and I'm just like, I've I've reached my game threshold. If I get any more games, I won't. They'll just sit there and collect dust, like a lot of my other Steam games that I've bought and gone. When did I buy that? <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm I'm at the same point. Um, <laughs> I bought what was it, Arkham Knight, yeah. a couple of weeks ago, and I've barely played the first bit of it. Alison's completed it; she's just oh. blasted through it. But I okay. Yeah, every every time I I come back to the PlayStation, that Fallout Four disc goes in, and I'm that's it. Mm. It's it's terrible. So while there are plenty of other good games out there that I would like to play and own, I I just can't can't do it until I'm I'm just done with Fallout, and mm-hmm. I don't know when that's going to be. That that could be a while. Just like it takes forever to finish Skyrim if you ever do. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. same principle because heck, it's the same company and the same engine. Exactly. Well, <sighs> they're, they're nearly the same game. Is the, the problem? They're they're nearly exactly the same game. Yeah, Fallout um, is basically uh, Skyrim with guns. Um, so <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, they 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 it's radioactive wasteland instead of medieval castles and dragons and that sort of thing. But it's uh-huh. uh, I I love it, absolutely love it, and can't put it down. Uh, but when I do, I will eventually play Batman. Mm, and, eventually, and eventually. <laughs> well, this is they've got they've got DLC coming out every month for Fallout now. Okay. Um, at least for the next three months. So there's this one, there's another one next month, and another one the month after. And so I just get the feeling that every time I reach the point of, right, I think I'm done with Fallout, let's play Batman. They go, no, Rich, DLC. Like, <laughs> bastards. I'll have it, though. Come on, bring it on. New levels. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I was talking to someone, someone yesterday. They said that Witcher 3 recently released that DLC. It was a DLC or a... Um an add-on, a mod, I can't remember which, but it was a whole new story where you have to steal some stuff and, and so forth. And one of the more ethical decisions in, in the new uh, content is that you have to go to this guy and either kill him to get what you need, or you can drug him 
and essentially make him through the drugs persuade him to give you what you need. But like, either way, not so great. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. But speaking of of new technology things like this, uh, that was a terrible, terrible transition, Richard. Speaking mm. of technology, or really, on take it or leave it. Anyway, I'll just say. What this is, Pornhub have put out a new virtual reality channel. Was that Pornhub or was it someone else? Because I I heard that uh, Microsoft is also working on uh, holographic. No, well, yeah, but this is this is Pornhub. Basically, they've that you can if if you've got the helmet. (laughs) That was the wrong choice of words. Oculus Rift type of device. Yeah, yeah. then you can you can get onto Pornhub.com. And you can watch yourself some virtual reality porn. That that's getting a little too close, right? <laughs> well, surely the ultimate end goal is holodeck level porn, isn't it? Well, that's when you're participating. <laughs> yeah. I mean that that's isn't that the end goal, long term? Uh, I, I, I don't know. Then we become Barkley. See, this is turning into a Star Trek. Yeah. Episode. Okay. But with this launch, Pornhub is now providing both 180 degree and 360 degree VR scenes on its site for free. The content can be viewed on the desktop, but will be most optimally viewed on Google Cardboard, Samsung Gear VR, and Oculus Rift. Of course. The site, they're even giving away 10,000 Google Cardboard packages to users. So if you want Google Cardboard, Pornhub might send you one. But then you'll well, have one with Pornhub written on the side of it. So that's yeah. right. So that's uh, <laughs> those will go quick. But it is they a great, ex- yeah. It is another great example of the porn industry leading technology. And see, this is always what. See, people don't. They they're like, no, like seriously, porn yeah. is what decides what we advance in in a lot of our tech. Especially yeah. uh, uh, visual wise. So, all right. Uh, I mean, hmm. they picked VHS. They picked Blu-ray. They mm-hmm. were the first people who sold video downloads for iPods with video. Yep. So many things. It's it's all there. Uh, so they're a good sort of. So they're now leading us what... into. They're now leading us further into VR. So. Yeah. Yay, it's porn. All... <laughs> I'm kind of almost disappointed that they didn't pick a standard and go with it. Like, you know, it says it's compatible with so many different ones. Like, well, pick one and then we all know which one we should be getting. Uh, Give them time. Mm. They'll probably go, oh, maybe we should do that one. Well, yeah. Give them time. (laughs) I'm interested in PlayStation VR. I think that's the one I'd go for. Because it's Mm. the one you don't need a PC to run with. I, I... Getting Oculus Rift would require spending fifteen hundred pounds on a new gaming PC as well. well. Yeah. So, so that's out. Uh, Google Cardboard. Okay, it's there's some technical stuff going on here. I think that PlayStation VR will be a bit more advanced and and feature packed than Google Cardboard. Mm-hmm. Um. So we'll see how it goes. You know, I've heard they're talking about releasing a PlayStation four point five. Okay. Is that specifically with a VR package or? No, the the rumors I've heard is that it will 
have just upgraded processor and, and graphics and more easily be able to do 4K graphics. Ah, okay, but there's so few games that even have 4K graphics yet. Well, the, I think the theory being that because the PS4 doesn't happily do 4K graphics, no one's making 4K graphics for it. Ah, chicken and the egg syndrome. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're, they're wanting to do that. Personally, as somebody who has just spent 300 quid on a PlayStation 4, don't you fucking dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> it's always the way, isn't it? <laughs> how, how, what do you mean I've bought the wrong PS4? What, what the fuck, Sony? What, what the fuck? Um, don't, don't be doing shit like that. Uh, just do it as like a, an add-on box that historically nobody buys for consoles. Do that. Make a PS4 equivalent of the CD32. Or, or something like that. It wasn't the CD32, that was the Amiga... Th what was the... The Mega CD. The thing for the Sega Genesis where they, they said this makes it more powerful and it runs CDs now. And mm -hmm. they sold two of them. And it was just another... You, you just look back through console gaming history, it is littered with here, here's the updated version of the console or here's the add-on for the console that lets you play these special games and everything fails. Look at the Kinect, for God's sake. Mm, yeah. Is is there anyone now who would hold up their hand and say, I bought a Kinect, it was great value for money, and I definitely got the use out of it that I expected to get? Nobody. Not one, surely. Uh, so. except, for, except for Blu-ray, Sony's kind of been the, uh, the loser in a lot of things. Uh, back when Nintendo first came out, there was also a Sony... Um, Except for PlayStation and Blu-ray. I forgot about PlayStation. Uh, like when they did their very first console, it was up against Nintendo and it lost a lot. Because <laughs> well, I Nintendo had one of those Sony ones and yeah. I've well, and Nintendo were on their, well, they were properly on their game back in those days though. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, and I happened to just be scrolling through The Verge, and as we were saying that, Nintendo will reportedly cease production of Wii U by the end of the year. Wow, really? Hang on, just bringing up the page on my new slow internet connection. <laughs> Other people upgrade, not in Howarth. The life of the Wii U, Nintendo's troubled home video game console, could be cut short. Nintendo will cease production of the tablet console hybrid in 2016, according to a statement provided to Japanese site IT Media. Um, let's see, are they replacing it with anything? A, a 2016 end for the Wii U would align with the launch of Nintendo's latest hardware, tentatively named Nintendo NX. Hmm. I have never seen it. Oh, that's a lie. I have seen a Wii U in the wild. I've seen one. Ever. Um... It was it was quite odd. My sister and her boyfriend at the time bought one. I think. Yeah, I haven't seen. I've seen a Wii, but not a Wii U. Yeah. Oh, I've got a Wii. That that was a great fortnight. That thing held together and lasted, and mm. uh, then it broke, and no one cared. Well, the wand but can seriously give you carpal tunnel syndrome for real, especially if you're playing certain games uh, like. Uh, uh, yeah, a, a lot of them, actually. I have enough trouble with shit that like that. All, you know. Just through using a mouse for the last 35 years. <laughs> Whatever, well, you know. Yeah, it's... but I mean, this is more like direct. I mean, yeah, yeah, I no. played like one evening with one, and I was just like, oh, my arms are just, <clears throat> you know, just awful. 
Um, I have not been a fan of the last two Nintendo consoles, it's fair to say. Although, frustratingly, that we had Super Mario Galaxies, which was still one of the most fun games I've ever played in my entire life. Mm. Um, I'm not claiming it's like the best game ever, but in terms of fun I had and how much I smiled while I played it, it's got to be in the top five. Um, But it's on that shitty console. Mm. So that's, you know, yeah, it makes, it's that noise. And that's, that's how I feel about the Wii. That sums up my entire feeling about it. Well, the Wii was meant to be a case of get off the couch and do some more physical stuff with your console kind of thing. And yeah. it was mixed results. So they tried. But they tried. They did try. And, and tried many of those console add-on things like the Wii Fit and other things. I have a friend who bought a Wii Fit and now I have a friend who has a box covered in dust in his house mm. and uh, all that stuff. It, it's, it's not a good idea to bring out add-ons for your console. I think. Well, well they had we... that in... Oh, go ahead. No, go, you, you start. I, I was going to change the subject, please. I was going to say then we had to connect for the Xbox and a few other things, but... Uh... Connect never, had a lot of issues with it, didn't it? It had it had a few technical issues. Um, I've played with one, and it, I I could happily say it worked. Um, it did what it was supposed to do. The trouble is, I think because of its limitations, you needed more space in your living room than a lot of people have. Certainly mm. over here, we we have uh, we have tiny houses compared to you guys. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> which I think is merely just a, a space issue. And so when they go, you need to be 12 feet away from your TV, we look in our living room and go, I, I don't think we can do that. <laughs> you know, um, it, it's So that just kind of put that off straight away. The dog reacts to all your movements, so that was a problem. Mm-hmm. And the dog walking through the image of the camera screwed it up. That was another problem. And, uh, yeah, only I think only about, like, six or seven games came out, and they were all a bit crap. Mm, yeah, that would so, do it, too. Yeah, my, my dad got one and, and never used it, or used it <laughs> once, or, or something. You know, there, there was just very little to it. it yeah, I think, it, I think we just have finally decided, if you want to play a video game, you're not wanting to do a lot of movement with it. Um, if you need to do a lot of movement, go outside, people. <laughs> yeah, I think go that's, out. Yeah, your console is not an exercise thing; it's a console. Go and actually do exercise. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. No, I think that's that's <laughs> that's fine. Okay. Right then, this is there's, there's here we go then. So there was an Apple event on Monday, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it very much. As they announced lots of products, I'm not gonna buy. Oh but, yeah, well. <laughs> but they're all pretty amazing. I was very impressed with everything. So right, let's let's recap. I'm gonna skip over the. They they always do a sort of state of Apple thing and business stuff, and I I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's all very good. Whatever. Yeah, sorry. I feel bad because I know they're doing good work there, but I don't. I'm not. Not bothered. Not bothered. So mm-hmm. first we got the new iPad. Mm-hmm. 
And the more I think about it, I don't like it. Really? Yeah. The, the, my, my problem is, so I, I've just got the Air 2, well, just, I think about six months ago, got the Air 2, which I, I love. I think it's a, a fantastic iPad. Um, and it was it was four hundred and seventy five pounds, which was about the upper limit of what I'm happy paying for a tablet device for now, for me, mm. for my uses, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And this new one costs. I'm just just trying to bring it up. So bear with me a second. It's apple.com slash uk slash iPad. Probably. No, I didn't mean that. Take me to the page. And yeah, iPad, right. Bye. So the mid range uh, iPad Air 2 I bought was £475. Mm-hmm. And the, as we all know, when you buy an Apple product, you get the middle one, don't you? Because looking at the range of these iPad Pros, the new 9.7 inch, there's a 32 gigabyte. 128 gigabyte and a 256 gigabyte version now 32 gigabytes on an ipad pro is laughably small they've put that one there so that we go i'm not getting the bottom one i'll Mm -hmm. get the next one up we always get the middle one right yeah so 475 pounds for the 64 gig ipad air 2 that's the middle one of the range the if i'd bought the equivalent model of ipad pro today the 128 gig version that is currently priced at 619 pounds, and which is roughly 800 bucks here or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, with the price reduction as well, because you can now get a 64 gigabyte iPad Air 2 for, I think they're now 429 instead of 479. So they've not 50 quid off the price. Mm-hmm. So what we're essentially saying, for the first time ever since there have been new iPads, because historically they bring out the new iPad, it just replaces the old one in the range, it's the new price. What they're saying with this one is, not only is it newer and just better than your old one, because it's the new one, but it's it's about £200 better than the, new, than the old one, mm. which they've never done before. They've always said it's worth the same as the old one. This one is worth apparently about £200 more. And I don't get it. I I don't get how it's worth all that extra money. £629 is too much to me. And it, it takes it from being sort of the lower range thing into a mid-range thing. And I, I don't know that if they carry on in this route on that price level that I'll ever get another iPad. Hmm. The machine itself is 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 nice. I mean, better camera, better processor, all that stuff, like you would expect. I, I just don't know, what, apart from the addition of the, the pencil facility, I don't really know what they've added that is beyond the scope of what you would deem to be a normal upgrade. You know, we... You, we knew that it would have a better processor than the last one. We knew it would have a better camera than the last one because otherwise, what's the point in doing a new one? Yeah. To, you know, to some extent. That's all normal upgrade stuff for the same price. I don't get this extra £200. 
unless it's just for the pencil facility. It might be, which, which is stupid. It is, yeah. Um, the pencil's very nice, and if you're an artist, I bet it's brilliant. I can't draw. I don't want to draw. I have no interest in learning to draw. I don't want it. I don't want the Apple Pencil, which is cool. I'm not saying the Apple Pencil's bad and that it shouldn't exist, but I don't personally want it. So why is my iPad two hundred pounds more expensive? It it. I'm a bit hurt by this, to be honest. Maybe I'm just. I I care too much or in the wrong way or something like that. I I, I don't know, but I I just. I'm a bit pissed off. It's suddenly a much more expensive piece of technology. Well, then what if you don't want the stylus? Uh, what if you don't want it? Is there a way you can get it without one? Uh, well, it doesn't. Sounding, here's the no. other thing. Well, yeah, because it doesn't come with one. So you have to then buy the pencil. Yeah, that's, what, the that's pencil. what's really pissing me off. Cause that's a Microsoft move. No. <laughs> Do you know what? I have to rush to their defense and say, no, the Surface Book Pro has a fucking stylus in the box. Okay. It, it's the opposite. They switch places. Microsoft give you the stylus. Apple Pencil for iPad Pro, I'm looking at it here, is £79. Uh-huh. Pounds. So in actual fact, it's not just £200 pounds more expensive for the pencil. It's about £279 pounds more expensive for the pencil because you've got to go and then buy the damn pencil. Oh, what the fuck, guys? What the fuck? <laughs> this I'm not happy with this move. Sure, it's a, it looks great as an iPad. It really does. I love the stereo, the the four speakers thing, so that you've mm-hmm. always got stereo sound. I I think that's great. You know, a camera upgrade. Okay, I'd never have ever taken a picture with my iPad. Um, mm-hmm. It generally doesn't leave the house. Uh, that's not what it's for for me. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a fan of this. I'm really not. If they keep up a separate iPad pro and iPad, not pro line, mm-hmm. then I'm, I'm much more comfortable. So in actual fact, how comfortable I am with this really doesn't emerge until next year sometime, perhaps, or yeah. at least the end of this year when we see what they're doing with the other things. I just think there needs to be an iPad in the $400, £400 range. Uh, and it not be considered a lesser iPad. Yeah. But mm. I don't well, know. Well, okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Because that was just the announcement. Nate, between then and now, they might go, you know what? Well, we changed our mind. <laughs> they have changed prices on things in the past. Yeah. You know, um, but I don't think they're going to. I've not heard anyone else complain about the price, to be honest. I've just heard people say it's great, mm-hmm. which I'm sure it is. I'm, I'm sure it's a great iPad. It will do everything mine does and more. And those new things that it does looks quite nice, you know, um, like the, the true tone screen that will color match the, the, the color warmth in the room you're in, mm-hmm. which is very nice. Um, but, Six hundred and twenty-nine pounds. That's just mental. I, you know, that that's crazy. That that's mm-hmm. so much money, and you yep. put it puts me so close to the. Well, I'll just buy a MacBook. You know, it, it's much mm-hmm. closer to that than anything else. 
So I'm not in a rush to get a new iPad Pro, and uh, I'm fairly nonplussed with it, to be honest. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We got a few months. Yeah. More interesting to me is the phone. Well, we've got the SE, which just came out, which to me it looks like, well, first off, they went smaller again. Uh, to me, it looked like a 5S with, an, uh, with 6S stuff in it. It is. It looked that like is... they took the 5S case and put a 6S in it. Basically, I think that's what they've done. <laughs> yes, that is, that is. But do you know what? That's what people wanted. This, this is a great, great thing. That, that's what people wanted. We loved the 5S. The 5S was a fantastic phone, but mm-hmm. it was four inches, um, which I, you know, we, we've talked about it before, the reason for making bigger phones than they have done, and they've done very well out of it, but there are still people who want the four-inch phone. I totally get yep. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and traditionally, getting the smaller phone has meant you get a shitter phone, not just a smaller one. Uh, but with this, no, you're getting pretty much an iPhone success, basically. That you looks like a 5S. <laughs> that looks like a 5S. Yeah. Um, the battery life is said to be incredible on these things because they, uh-huh. you know, they've got all the the success power saving stuff and a tiny little screen to power with it, which is you, always your biggest power drain. Yeah. Um. A9 chip, so it's just as fast as my iPhone. It's got the same camera as my iPhone. Um, 4K video, 12 megapixel images, live photos. The only thing it's lacking, really, is 3D touch. Yeah. That's it. Um, Which I have become extremely attached to. Really? I must admit, I love 3D touch. It's brilliant. It's Mm. it's really good. Really good. And I, I use it a lot. Uh, there, there's always something to do with it, especially the shortcuts from the home screen, just straight mm-hmm. into whatever bit of the app you want. It's it's so handy. Um, so it doesn't have that, but apart from that, it's basically an iPhone 6S. I, I think it's brilliant. I, I kind of wa- I want one, but have no justification for owning one. <laughs> like, it's exactly what happened to me with the iPhone 5C. I adored that phone. That, I thought that was just a gorgeous phone. And it just didn't compare to the iPhone 6 I had or the iPhone 5S going back that far. So I mm-hmm. could never justify a step down. And I can't with this, but I think it's great. I, I would be happy with one, I think. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'd look at it thinking tiny screen. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe I'd get more use out of my iPad then if I had one. Well, uh, we'll see. Uh, that is uh, that was mainly for the people that were reluctant to get a six because of the size, um, and I, which I totally understand. Um, they are big. Uh, although, do you know what? Every time I pick up Allison's six S, it looks tiny compared to my six S plus. It's mm-hmm. and and so when I think that the the SE will look even tinier than the 6s it's god they're small but they feel so good in your hand they and they're yeah. so sturdy and well built and tough and god i'm looking at it now i just want one so much <laughs> how much how can i get one there must be a way i can get one they can't 
Are they like $399 as well? To buy, let's see, rose gold. £439 for the 64 gig version. Well, uh, it's actually interesting that they're, they've got the SE that just came out, and the uh, 5S is now discontinued, which I find ironic. <laughs> because well, it's... Because the SE is essentially the same size. It's a 5S case. So I'm like, I was thinking to myself when they announced that, I'm like, so they just basically went, you know what? We need all these cases to put into the into the SE. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's good business practice, though. That's, yeah. you know. But just looking at it now, it's the, the, it's not worth getting the 5S. I've, I can pre-order the SE now. I'm on Carphone Warehouse. I can pre-order the SE, but I can still buy a 5S. They've still got some for sale. Mm -hmm. And a 32... Oh, no, that's upgrade pricing. Go back, go back. Pay monthly. 32 gigabyte iPhone 5S. $29.99 upfront cost and £29 a month. Okay, for the 32 gig. But the 64 gig iPhone SE... No upfront cost and £32 a month. So it's £2 a month more expensive. And mm. But there's no upfront cost and you get twice the memory. Mm -hmm. Twice the storage, sorry. So, yeah, discontinue the 5S because it's not... They're, they're not going to be able to knock that out for it cheaper enough than the SE. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's cheap for the SE. The 16 gigabyte, no money up front, £26 a month. Not bad. That's that's all it is. Free delivery expected 31st of March. 32 quid a month for the 64 gig one. Ooh, I kind of want one now. <laughs> I shouldn't have looked at that. Sim free, £439. I think they're great looking. Really great looking things. I I just want one. God, is that how much I'm paying for my phone? I have no idea what my phone costs, by the way. That's Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I couldn't compare it to my own monthly bill. I, I don't know. It just comes out of the bank every month. And... Ooh, see, that tends to be a thing lately. Again, with the whole technology is making a stupid thing. The automated payment thing. Uh, there is a psychological point to it that you don't, realize that your money's coming out so you just don't think about it and you're yeah. more inclined to do it that way yeah yeah because you don't yep. have to worry about it yeah that's why uh that's why las vegas are trying to get operating on these wristband things instead of credit cards mm -hmm. uh you just have the little rfid chip and a wristband disney do this disney mm -hmm. world if you go to disney world they'll do this yeah you just get the wristband want to buy something just scan your wristband that's it. You didn't really use money then, did you? No, you just scanned your wristband. That's yeah. fine. You can do that Cru as yeah, often as you cruise want. Ships, cruise ships do that. What they do is uh, you get a card, and it's not only your ID card to get into everything, including your room. It also is, if you're buying something, you swipe it, and then you get billed at the end of the uh, of the cruise. See, it's their way of doing it, and they're probably going to go to a wristband as well since Disney and all them have been doing it. But yeah, you just swipe the thing and you don't realize what you're paying until the very end of your cruise. You're like, oh my God, I got a $2,000 bill. Yeah. You know, same it's thing. Good, good way of doing it. <laughs> good way of doing it. 
so yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of the iPhone SE. If you don't want a big, I mean, if you can live with the iPhone 6s in terms of its size, and it's not like it's a behemoth of a phone, you know, it's it's no bigger than any equivalent Android model. Um, if you can live with that, I'd go with the 6s over the SE. But that SE is is in no way really a compromise on on phone quality yeah at all you're losing 3d touch that's not the end of the world and your or, screen or, is a teeny bit smaller but for some people that's not a huge that, sacrifice yeah. well that's the point for a lot of people i suppose um so yeah i have nothing but good things to say about it to be perfectly honest that's mm -hmm. a fairly short summing up of a, an apple event but yeah that, I, I i like the phone like the ipad but think it's too expensive Mm -hmm. Did they do anything else? That was pretty much uh, it. They, they talked about a, an almost 13-inch iPad, didn't they? And it's going to be... Have well, that's, a, the, that's the big iPad Pro. Yeah, the big, the really big one. And it's going to have uh, 256 gigabytes of storage in it. I'm like, that's practically a computer. Like a well, laptop. No, you're, you mixed up with it. That's the the 9.7-inch is the first one to have the 256 gig. Uh -huh. So now it's actually a bit confusing that if you bought the bigger 12-inch iPad, the iPad, the big iPad Pro, mm -hmm. you can't get that. Uh, oh, no. Hang on. You're right. Sorry. As a side note, the company is also going to sell a 256-gigabyte 12.9-inch iPad for $1,099. That 12.9 uh, is starting to get too big. If I, In my opinion, and this is just my opinion, folks... If it's bigger than a piece of paper, which that is, yeah, it's too big. <laughs> well, <laughs> than a normal legal size piece of paper, yeah. it's it's too big. The the pro is well. You see, they're they're fucking up the naming system now. It's difficult to refer to the right one. The twelve point nine inch, that's their sort of Surface Book Pro. That's their you don't need a laptop kind of iPad. Yeah. Um. So. In terms, while it is big, in terms of comparing it to the laptop you might have been carrying around instead of it, it's much uh, smaller and lighter. Mm -hmm. But if it's just a secondary computing device, I mean, that's what the iPad is for me. It's a sort of, I don't know, it's an accessory computing device so far. It's not, a, it's, not its own thing that I could live on full time. Then, yeah, for me, 12.9 inches is too big. I was never that interested in the the big one uh but i get again i get why people are and and it had the pencils so that was an appealing thing for it for for certain people but yeah not for me um mm -hmm. but yeah I, I like i'm a big fan of the 9.7 inch size i i like that a lot yeah that um, sounds about the right size for what you need to do it's just slightly smaller than a piece of paper and it's easy to carry with you because it, it's slightly smaller than a piece of paper yeah yeah um, I I have mine with me more often because it is the size it is, and because in my man bag it's basically an iPad bag. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's it's a nice sort of size for a shoulder bag to put a bit of stuff in. Is the size of an iPad, so mm -hmm. it, it it all works out all right. Twelve point nine inch, maybe a bit big for me, but I get yeah. They're they're exist. actually starting to make purses for us women now that have slots that you can put your uh, tablet in. I'm not surprised. Really cool. Yeah, the only surprising thing about that is that it took so long. Yeah, you my know, new but... one that I just got for 
myself for Christmas. It has two zip slots in the, in the middle that are big enough that you can stick a tablet inside and zip it up, which I think is really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, other announcements, new watch bands. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah uh, <laughs> that you can mix and match. Like watches have been doing for decades now. <laughs> Regular <Yeah>. watch brands. <laughs> like, woo! I will admit, I like the look of them, though. Um, and they knocked 50 quid off the price of the watch itself, so you can get one for 299 I will say, too little, too late, Mr. Cook. With that, if you brought it out at 299 I'd already have one. But mm. now you've dropped it to 299 I'm sat here thinking, when's Apple Watch 2 coming out? Not buying one of those now. Not getting yeah. the first one. And like, I can definitely say, in every day walking around seeing people, I've seen maybe two people with an Apple Watch. That's it. I've seen a few. I know I have a few friends that have one, um, mm -hmm. and they love them. But I'm still yet to be convinced that I need one. Uh, yet to be shown what I would do with it. Uh, which I, I'm sure there are people at Apple working on right now. You know, let's let's give an excuse to all those people who haven't got one yet to get one. But yeah, just dropping the price. It's nice, but it's not. That's not enough yet. That's I will. Enough. I will not get one until you don't have to rely on your phone on it to use it. When you don't have to rely on your phone to use it, then I will probably get one. When it's its own device, like Star Trek. Going back to Star Trek, when it's yeah. its own communication device that you don't need an other communication device to work it. That's when I'm sold on one. Because it is basically just a wrist-based interface for your phone. Yeah. Right now. It is. Mm -hmm. Um. Which I, I understand the uses, but I don't. They're still not at the point where I feel like I need to spend three hundred ish pounds and upwards on a watch. Well, considering there are wa there are regular watches that are upwards of ten thousand, twenty thousand, a million dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I I don't necessarily think I. When I think that the i the the Apple Watch can be unreasonably priced. I only think it is in comparison to other smartwatches. I'm I'm well aware that even the Apple Watch Edition, the gold one, that is chicken feed in price compared to some of the things Rolex or Cartier would sell you. You know, uh, I, yeah, the the most expensive watch in the world, I believe, is done by a a company called Patek Philippe. I think they do like a million dollar version, something like. No, it's a one hundred thousand dollar watch right. there we go it's still it's it's insane it's yeah but nothing i mean chicken like you said chicken feed for 300 quid for a yeah for an apple you know, watch. electronic watch you know yeah. <laughs> like, um hmm. but the fact remains that if i want to spend 150 to 200 pounds most roller are very happy to accommodate me there mm -hmm. and my, my dad has one of those he's got a moto 360 or or whatever mm -hmm. loves mm -hmm. it probably doesn't do a, th a fraction of the things it can do with it. Uh, mm -hmm. But he likes it. Now, it'll be interesting when we finally get, if it happens, it, it probably will, where we get the regular watch companies working with folks like Apple or Motorola or whatever and combining the two. Then we have designer yeah. Apple watches, <laughs> you know, that are well, joint it ventures between Apple or Metro Motorola or or whoever and LG, whatever, and but they have a style to be a fashion watch. Yeah, 
I think it's the strap that is becoming the fashionable, changeable thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been that way for years. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it. They've not re- they They've refreshed the watch once in terms of here are two new colors they put out, but mm-hmm. the the bands are replaced or there are new bands every season. Oh yeah, that's there, that, there's like clearly regular t- watches. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I used to work in a company that I had to write a copywriting for watches like constantly, so I was always <laughs> in the know how of, of of all the different styles they do and one of the bigger selling points was adjustable uh, bands or replaceable bands or or whatever that was a big selling point that and the bezel which is the the thing on the front of the watch to keep it from getting broken if you uh, if you could click that off and put a new one on that was a big selling point too because some people did it for the colors some people did it for functionality some people would get it for that um, I think once Apple add a really cool detachable bezel on the front, which with their current style they can't really do, but when they if they do something that's other than the oblong style that they got now, if they do that, guaranteed all the fashion Nazis and whatever and all the fashion people will go. Yeah. That's like yeah. <laughs> and then they'll make a fortune selling front bezels for forty pounds a turn. Oh, probably and, more net. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. Wouldn't surprise me. I'm interested to see what they do with the design of a second Apple Watch. Um, well, I'm thinking because we'll, the way Motorola has a round one, I think they should go for a more round look. I wouldn't uh, object to a round one. I, I'm with you on that. I think that wouldn't be a bad idea. Um, I don't think the current one is unattractive, but... I, I, well, I think what they were going for I, was a. It looks like a tiny iPhone. Yeah, but I, I just don't know that if I was picking a watch, and didn't know any, if just purely based on appearance, I don't know that it's the best looking watch out there. Or I don't know. It's not bad. I, well, I don't want to. I don't want to de- like sit second guessing uh, yeah, whether. The, uh, uh, the, the, I understand. the Apple Watch I, is yeah, a nice looking phone, but especially yeah. for women, women tend to prefer not always, but women tend to prefer round watches, round faces, and round cases. Mm, mm. And also, they have to be a little thinner for women's wrists. The iPhone for a woman's wrist is really big. <laughs> yeah, uh, men's watches tend to be a lot bigger in general for you know, either functionality or just because it's big, you know. Well, yeah, we went through a phase of, like, how big can your watch be? Mm-hmm. That that kind of thing. It just got to, let's let's all wear the most enormous watches we can find that do lots of things that we're never going to do. This watch is waterproof down to a mile. Are you going to take it a mile underwater? No, but I could. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, it's... That's what we did. We had huge watches when I was a teenager. Yeah, and then we got the the Flavor Flav thing, which that's just his shtick. Did you have a big clock hanging around your neck at one point? Then was that you? No, I'm just saying some people did try that though because he was a trendsetter, you know. All oh, right, of course. Yeah, that, if you that, want to get big, a, that's <laughs> as a trend. I don't think that ever made it over here. 
I'm afraid. Some people tried it. It didn't go very well. But yeah, the wristwatch, on the other hand, and actually for a while, people tried to bring back pocket watches. To, well, that, uh, I've got one of those. It's called the iPhone 6S Plus. Exactly. <laughs> it lives in my pocket. It has a clock on the front of it. And I think checking the time on my phone in my pocket is exactly the same physical motion as checking a pocket watch, isn't it? Like, yeah, exactly. pretty much. I, I mean, at this point, that's. I'm actually glad that Apple brought out a watch because the actual wristwatch was dying as a, uh, a accessory. Uh, because everyone checks their uh, time now on their phone, and they have no need for a wristwatch, so it, it actually boosted the wristwatch market to a degree back up with these uh, digital watches that they're doing. Yeah. Oh dear. Well, so that's that's the the Apple event, everybody. That was that was it. Uh, you'll find proper re- in-depth reviews of these products on the internet from people who've actually used them and mm. that kind of thing. Um, yep. All in all, a pretty good one. I don't think there was anyone really disappointed in it at all, which does happen quite often. Um, I didn't expect to see anything else. There was talk of MacBooks and stuff like that. I didn't ever expect to see those. Yeah, and they, uh, they also did kind of a... a, a, a mm. They mentioned that Windows and Androids take forever to upgrade, whereas Apple upgrades all the damn time. I don't know. There's a happy medium between upgrading every six months and upgrading every, like, two years or something. It, it's... Uh... Well, it's... What they're talking about is phones that have the latest operating system, and it's always yeah. a great graph at an Apple event to say 98% of all the iOS devices on Earth are running iOS 9.2. And uh-huh. 0.1% of all the Android uh, phones on Earth are running the operating system that came out six months ago. You know, um, it makes them look better. And I must admit, when I was still an Android user, when you'd watch an Apple event and they go, and here's the update and it's available for everyone now, I used to just set on fire with rage at that. Just yeah. thinking, yeah, and when Google announced the update for my OS, they'll go... And in six months, we'll push it out to handset makers. And maybe if they can be asked in a further six months, you'll maybe get yours. And just <laughs> in time point, for you yeah. buying a new phone. And you sit there <laughs> thinking, is this a fucking joke? Are you kidding me? And, and Android has never improved in that area. And they did the whole thing a couple of years ago. It's like, and these companies have promised that always update their phones. And no, they didn't. Not ever. Not ever. And just, tr- yeah, and truth be told, there are some Android phones that you cannot update. There are many Android phones that you cannot update, like last year's Android phones. Yeah. It, I, it, it reached the point, don't ever expect to get two operating system upgrades on your Android phone, because that ain't going to happen. You'll get the one after the thing that's on your phone when you get it, and mm-hmm. never get another one. Mm-hmm. Um. Whereas with iPhone, you'll keep getting updates until your phone falls apart. Pretty much. <laughs> Which some people do do. You get much more life out of an iPhone than a cheap Android phone. Much Years more. Uh, yeah. It's definitely worth doing. Hmm. So we have email. Uh, I wasn't sure if we were going to do email this week or wait until Nick comes back. I can, we can do email. <laughs> I'm just... 
Don't need, okay. don't need Nick to do email. Hang on. <laughs> right. Oh, yes. Yeah, someone, uh, Kevin, sent us an email uh, linking to the new story about uh, Microsoft's AI teen girl that they put out on Twitter. This, I don't know if you saw this. This was the computer that was going to try and fool people into thinking it was a teenage girl. Uh, and they set it out learning things from the internet and from Twitter. And it turned out to be quite racist and homophobic. So they shut it down. Oh, yes, that. Okay, yeah. Which was... Hmm. Okay. <laughs> it became a it became a, a Trump supporter and all other things like that, oh, I think. And so they, yeah, they just shut it down. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Um, and they, they insisted it's because it learns what people say to it and people just said crap to it. So that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Anyway, right, here's a letter from Sean in Cornwall. Hi, Sean. He said uh, his nine-year-old daughter wants Skype on his iPad. She uses FaceTime with her Apple friends, but some don't have iPads, and she wants to chat with them. I've been looking into it, and I'm not really sure. Could I have your thoughts, please? Right. Safe. So what we're t- essentially talking about is safety of children on Skype. Yeah. Basically. I don't know of any problems that uh, with that. Especially because it's not a social network, people aren't randomly connecting with your child. True. Um, you know, it's like a phone. So your daughter can call her friends and her friends can call her. I don't think, I don't know that there are any parental controls or anything like that. That's uh, no. There, unfortunately, no. there is not. <laughs> but I, I don't think she's going to be in any more danger than using FaceTime. At all, nor do I think she's in any danger, really. I mean, ultimately, it's Skype. There is a record of everything which you as a parent can go over and look at. Um, there are such things as spam contacts on, on Skype. Oh, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah, but, you get random friend messages from people. They're like, who is this? Yeah, that, that's yeah. about as much as I get, but... but they're, they're so obviously fake. And if, and if you don't know someone, you just don't call them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 I think I would let my nine-year-old daughter have Skype on her iPad. Don't buy a calling credit or anything like that. But I, I, I don't see it being worse than FaceTime. I think. Mm-hmm. So I give it a go, see how you feel, install it, see how it works and what control you have over that. Cause I, that I don't know. I, I don't know what control a parent might have over Skype. Uh, but yeah, you can check things. There are, you know, records of stuff. You, there's, there's no way that your kid's going to be able to get away with doing stuff behind your back and that sort of thing. I don't think, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, give it a go. Just keep an eye on it for, for a bit, I suppose, and just see how it... I'd be interested to know how it works out if you go with it, to be honest. Because, uh, yeah, I can only give general guidance in this area. Yeah. Okay, and then we have James, who... It's a question mainly for you. It looks like it's a vaping question. See, vaping! <laughs> yeah, well, it's technology, you see. Um, <laughs> right, so it's high range... Uh, Hello, love the show, long time listener, first time emailer. I know Rish is an avid vapor, so I wondered if you could help. 
I'm in the market for a vaping box modern tank and wondered which one you use, Rich. I ordered a smock nano kit, uh, but when it arrived, I wasn't happy with the quality and there was some missing parts, so I sent it back. I've decided to go bigger and better modern. I think I've whittled it down to either the Joytech Cuboid and Cubist tank or the Smock X-Cube 2 and TFV4 tank. These things mean nothing to you if you don't already know what I'm talking about, do you? Uh, can you recommend either and also what batteries, etc.? I would like to build my own coils and make my own liquids. Any advice? Right. There's a 45-minute answer to this email that I'm not going to do right now. So mm. don't don't worry. I am, I did see this, and I've actually been thinking about doing a Take It or Leave It supplemental without you guys, so I don't bore you to tears and make you hate me. <laughs> right. Just with vaping stuff on just, it. Just <laughs> just with vaping stuff on it. And just just to answer this question, because what you what you've asked there, James, is actually some huge there's three huge questions there. Building your own coils is a big thing. Making your own liquids is a big thing on its own. So I'm gonna for today, I'll come back to those another time. You you're kind of gonna get a special episode of this show all for yourself. I I, I that's service for you. That's all I can say. In terms of what I use and that sort of thing, that's much quicker. Uh, I do have a Smock X-Cube 2 and TFV4 tank, exactly as you've described. I have a selection of other things as well, because they're all quite cheap. Uh, the Smock X-Cube 2 is awesome, but it's huge, right? You can get something with as much power for the same, if not less money, in a much smaller package. And... I find myself looking for something in a smaller package uh, purely because the XQ2 is too big to take out the house. Um, what I generally take out the house is a Joytech VTC Mini, which is much smaller but only has sort of half the power output of the uh, XQ2. So, yeah, it's heavily raining here. Then the noise is freaking me out. Sorry. Um <laughs> The Joytech Cuboid looks very nice, and I think I'm going to buy one anyway. And the same with the Cubist tank. The diff for non-vapers out there, the the differences between this and sort of like phone technology or iPad technology or whatever is this stuff is all remarkably cheap, right? The two devices we're talking about are about forty pounds each, and so there's not as much pressure, I think, to pick the right one and stick with it because you're not spending £300 on it. You're spending 40 quid. If you get it for 40 quid and it lasts six months and you want a new one, what the, what the fuck? You know, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I, I like all those things. Smock, as a company, makes some great stuff, but I've come to the conclusion that their quality control is shit. Uh, if you get one that is put together right and works great, then it works brilliantly and it's very good. But of all the stuff we've had from them, and between me and Alison, we've had a fair whack of stuff from Smock, it's very hit and miss in terms of quality. You might, you know, the, there's some that are just awfully made, awfully put together as you found out. Um, do you know what? I kind of... Of those two... A Joytech Cuboid is a little more interesting. You'd be happier putting it in your pocket and taking it out of the house. The X-Cube 2 is too big for that, but it's awesome. And it has Bluetooth and a big light on the side you can change the color of. Hmm. Well, that was what attracted me to it in the first place, I'll be honest. Um, yeah, 
big light on the side. Um, get yourself on YouTube, search for these things. There are many hours worth of video reviews of these products. Uh, all the things you've listed there, James. So that that's probably your best bet. But yeah, I have a X-Cube 2 and TFV4 tank. And the X-Cube 2 is too big to take out of the house and the TFV4 tank is far from being my favourite. My favourite is the uh, UL Crown tank at the moment, but also the Smok TCT, which they made for about six months and then discontinued, but it was the best tank I've ever used. And it annoys me that it's gone now. Uh, but you can still get them around for about £18, something like that. And, you know... The TFV4 is good. I'm sorry I'm rambling, Jen. I'm sorry. It's okay. No, go ahead. <laughs> the TFV4 tank is good when you get one that's been put together properly. Again, quality control issues, but I hear less problems with the TFV4, the big one. And it has the versatility that it takes so many different kinds of coils, but then I've tried them all and I don't like any of them. So I, find, I actually find it hard to recommend the TFV4 at this point. But again... These things are all 20 quid. Get one, give it a go. If it doesn't work, throw it away, whatever. Doesn't matter. You know, it's they're less than PlayStation games. So that's why I've got a collection of mods and tanks that's so cheap to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, you just get whichever one suits your needs. You know, um, to me, they all represent some form of compromise, a different compromise in each device. And so you, I, that's why I have many, basically. You want a big one with battery life and power. Well, that's heavy and it's big. So you can get a little one, but the battery doesn't last as long and it's not as powerful. That sort of thing. You know. um, So, yeah. But you want a big one and they're both big ones. That's that's that one. Okay. One last one and we can all get it. Both get in on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Stuart has said. Yeah. Okay. Rich, love the show and have been listening to Simply Syndicated to start and I'm sad to say that I've been going to bed with you and the crew for years listening to it as is. So I have a tech question. I currently have, uh, I currently got a Toshiba satellite laptop, size of a small piano, okay, which is slowly dying. I've got an, Air, an iPad 2 Air and I've wondered what I should look to replace it my laptop with. Okay. Uh, I only use it for a bit of work and normal email, browsing Skype, etc., etc. Not overly bothered with having a laptop, but feel it is a big step to bin it and stay on the tablet. I plan to get a basic MacBook, but wanted the TV's advice. Appreciate that this isn't super technical, uh, but some thoughts would be awesome. Apple all the way. So he wants to get an Apple product of some type to replace his Toshiba. Yeah, and I, I think he's kind of wondering, is it worth getting a laptop or will he be able to live on his tablet? Mm-hmm. Um, the only person who's qualified to say whether you you can live on your tablet or not is you, and the best way to do that is to give it a go. Um, don't bin the laptop that you've got. That would be mental. Just put it away and see if you can live on your iPad. Um, if you can do that, then maybe that's the best bet. But I still feel we're kind of at the point, we're still at the point where even if you use an iPad all the time, you still want a pro- a, a bigger desktop style computer in your house. Mm-hmm. So I would, there's no way I'd bin my laptop yet and just go to iPad. Just no way, no way at all. Um, in which case a MacBook might be about right for you. 
Um, although they are quite expensive for that. Hang on, let me just look at prices of things. You, I kind of feel like you want something in a low-end Apple laptop. Which, now's a terrible time to buy one, by the way. Don't buy one now. Any model. They're, these things are going to be refreshed in the next month or two. Mm-hmm. Really not long. Um, so just hold out as long as you can. The MacBook Air, God knows what's going to happen to that in the future. So I hesitate to say you might want a MacBook Air. The Mac, the, the MacBook basic thing with no word after it that we have trouble naming, that still looks a bit expensive and underpowered for my liking. You know, it's that's not a low-end laptop at £1,200. That's a very fancy laptop at £1,200. <laughs> yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, it's it's a bad time to buy an Apple laptop. I mean, the the MacBook would cover your needs, but it's a lot of money for that, and there's probably going to be a new one soon. Some people thought there'd be a new one at this Apple event. That's how close we are to there being a new MacBook. Uh, so in actual fact, I would say, don't do anything yet. Wait until the laptop lines are refreshed. And then we'll revisit this question. Yeah, there might be a sale in the summer too, where you might be able to get a slightly older one at a better price too, if yeah. you want to go that route. So it's up to you. It's ultimately up to you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Just just hold off, and and see how it goes. I think that's the best bet. That's what I think. Yeah. Gosh, we had a lot of good emails there. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did indeed. Um, so that was great. Thank you for your questions, guys. Um, there. Oh, hang on. No, no, sorry. I thought we had another one. I got the date wrong. Uh, if you want to email us a technical question, I think we did quite well there. Um, take it or leave it at simplysyndicated.com. We will endeavor to answer all your questions. And and you never know, you might end up with a, an extra special episode recorded just for you. Because um, <laughs> clearly I am going to do that because I just love rambling on about this shit. And finding someone <laughs> finding someone who's willing to sit there and listen is quite a rewarding thing. So that that's going to happen in this next week. Uh, so look, I'll put it out on this feed as like take it or leave it supplemental or something like that, I think. Well, that's that's... That's everything for today, isn't it? Yep. Um, all that remains to say is, of course, we need your support still. Um, as a bit of an update, uh, people have been supporting us a great deal over the last couple of weeks, and it's been phenomenal. It, it's been really fantastic, and people uh, have taken us a long way to being out of trouble. Uh, we still need support. We will always need your support. And... Uh, even when we're sort of totally out of trouble, what we want to do is we have plans for more things we'd like to do. Uh, so if you can visit simplysyndicated.com slash everything and sign up to support us with £6 a month, we will use that to make more cool stuff and do more cool things. And you get simply everything with that as well, which is pretty cool. Um, I keep getting emails saying I've just signed up to simply everything and downloaded the app and I can't log on. 
that is because the current app is not compatible with the current Simply Everything. You aren't doing anything wrong and the app isn't technically broken. It's just not. The two systems don't exist anymore. Um, I will probably get Simon to take the app down out of the store, to be honest. I should have emailed him and asked him that already. He is working on the next version of the app. Um, but I, I don't know when that will be coming. I would like it to come sooner rather than later, of course. But, you know, it's it's people have lives to lead. I'm looking at a Kickstarter for the Android app. I've talked about that before. Uh -huh. uh, so that might well become a reality very soon. Um, you can also support us on Patreon with $3 a month. We very much appreciate every little bit of help our listeners give us. And Patreon is a great way to do it. Thank you to all those people who've already signed up on Patreon to help us out. And uh, if you want to just send us a general donation to help us out and keep us going, then there's a, a PayPal link at the bottom of the front page of the website at simplysyndicated.com. I think that's everything for now. Yep. Don't forget, we need your support. And uh, you can email us questions at tech it or leave it at simplysyndicated.com. We'll be back next week, hopefully, if my internet stays on. And. Uh, all that. Incidentally, that's why we didn't have a show last week. No internet. Nothing here. I was climbing the walls. You <laughs> it was yeah, horrible. It was, horrible, yeah. horrible. Again, um, how, we're, how we're so attached to our tech anymore. It's yeah. like when the internet's down, it's like, ah, like, what, what do I have to do? <laughs> yeah, what can I do? You can watch TV. What? Broadcast television. Uh, <laughs> All you got uh, left is to, is to read a book or something. Yeah. Well, that that was my other problem. I had to, I had Kindle books on my phone, and you want to read on your iPad. And you're like, oh, I haven't got that on my iPad. I, I'll just down. <laughs> oh, I won't just download it. Oh. <sighs> yeah, it was just sad for like a week and a half, or felt mm. like forever. But hey, we'll be back next week if there's internet, which there probably will be, or someone at BT will die. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. Bye bye. Bye bye. Also, I'm not really going to kill anyone at BT. I want I want to make that very clear. <laughs> just, that was that was just a joke.